Well, hello, you beautiful beam of light. Welcome back to Walking in Magic. How about we weave some magic together, you and I, in this moment. The last couple weeks have been buzzing, buzzing. I'm going to share some of those reflections. I'm also going to read a poem. Apologies, by the way, if you hear some background home noises. Um, I'm currently staying at my in-laws house while we get another beautiful little home prepped for us that's being adapted for the needs, our new needs as a family with Jules and ALS and all that jazz. So we're staying with my in-laws and some other family. So there's a buzz of life all around me. But you know what? The show must go on and the magic must go on. So why don't you um, join me in taking a breath in this moment and come back to yourself. Come back. Come back. Come back. Speaking of coming back, I have a poem for you. I started this poem a few months ago, sitting in the backyard, just um, taking in nature and the buzzing of all that very harmonious, rhythmic, steady, very simple (laughs) bits and pieces of nature, little flower here, little bird there, little butterfly buzzing here. Nature always brings me back. And so I started this poem back then and I finished it today and it feels like a very symbolic uh, full circle moment, almost as if at that time when I started this poem, like a little uh, portal um, that I was going to begin to walk through opened up and I left it lingering. It was like midway. And then I picked it back up this morning because I was like, oh, this poem wants to be fully like born today (laughs) and true to springtime energy. Um, here she is, here she is. And I'm really proud of her because she has a, I think, um, rhythmic, um, kind of like a spell to bring us back into nature. It's called come back, come back here, come back to the earth, come back to the flowers and the magic being unearthed, come back here, come back to the trees Come back to the butterflies, the birds, and the bees. Come back to the promise of starting anew. Come back to the simple, the steady, the true. Come back to the giggles of fairies and gnomes. Come back to the whispers of new worlds unknown. Come back to your magic. Come breathe it all in. Come back to your path. It's time to begin. Let those words just sit in your heart and bring up like little blossoms, anything that feels good. Maybe it's just just a simple smile, Um, that there's a freshness to the air right now, this beautiful springtime energy past the spring equinox past this full moon in Libra that we're still feeling the effects of as I record this. And in just two weeks time, we're going to have a new moon in Aries at the last degree in Aries, accompanied with a solar eclipse. 
And so I, I do believe it's going to be one of the most potent <laughs> new moons. And, and solar eclipses really in, in quite a chunk of years, just because of all of the other celestial happenings that are moving and shaking in the cosmos right now. We are right now in this midpoint between what was a the last new moon in Aries at the zero degree in Aries. So like the zero point, that is basically the beginning of the astrological wheel, the beginning of the energy, the, the zero point of the path. It's like the full card in the tarot. There is nothing but possibility ahead, literally blank slate. And then we came across on the journey as we walked in magic, we stumbled upon this beautiful illumination of the full moon in Libra. I did two ceremonies for the full moon in Libra that you can now find the replays on YouTube. I'll leave the links below because they are delicious. I'll just leave the link to my YouTube below. Consider subscribing. Our little family keeps growing. Our little uh, magical tribe. They're very potent. They're both two distinct experiences. We did a lot of work with Venus, with Chiron, with your healing gifts, your spiritual quest. <laughs> we packed a lot in two sessions. So take some time to gift yourself that space. It might shift and recalibrate you in some ways. I've received really beautiful um, comments of how it's landed with the people that have either watched it or, or participated live when I did them on Zoom. And then as we keep walking forward, we come across this upcoming new moon in Aries, which is at, it's rare to have two new moons in the same sign, let alone two new moons in the very first sign. So new moon, which is all about new energy in the sign of Aries, which is all about new energy. Um, one in the very like zero degree and the other in the very last degree. So we've traversed this sign of new um, and there's a lot of preparation that we're getting set up for because the nodes of the moon also known as the nodes of fate the north node and the south node will be shifting into the signs of Aries and Libra around summertime more to come on that and we're now getting a glimpse of the energy that will be possible for us to work with what's opening up and I through the channeling and through the messages and the symbols and the things that I'm um I keep opening myself to receiving, I think we're getting some, uh, yeah, like a preview, a preview of preparation of coming attractions. So yeah, it's really beautiful stuff. I've also had the opportunity to do some pretty spectacular readings with clients, if I do say so myself. It's been really cool to witness and hold space for my own blossoming as a medicine woman my feeling so much more comfortable in my own skin as a mystic, as a medicine woman, as a visionary storyteller, while I am also a, you know, regular gal, woman, caregiver, mom, daughter, sister, friend, fumbling and stumbling through life, all of the above. I feel so much more grounded in my gifts. And I have days and I absolutely am feeling like, what am I doing? What does this all mean? I'm very confused. How do I even make a living out of any of this? All of these things come to play all the time. Um, and yet I, I choose to keep surrendering into the magic that guides me, the intuitive nudges. And the more that I allow myself to kind of walk onto the edge of 
should I say this? Should I say that? Especially in readings and, you know, when I'm channeling for groups of people or working with a group of clients or working with individuals. I've done some really potent work with individuals recently and some things are coming through that are like blowing my mind a little bit and then they blow the person's mind a little bit on the other end, on the receiving end. And I've received such confirmation of what is possible when we, um, what do I want to say? When we really just, I mean, massive amounts of trust and courage and sort of like, um, curiosity, a lot of curiosity, a lot of like, oh, okay, well, what would happen if I say this before I used to be so much more afraid of saying the wrong thing and, uh, you know, and now it just doesn't hit me as much. Um, and it's been really cool and it's been, you know, a, a journey of me opening myself more and more to feeling more comfortable in my skin. Like I said, as a medicine woman, really working with the metaphysical tools that I've been honing over the last few years, my intuitive gifts, my gifts as a channel, my gifts as a, it's like I help unlock these sort of visionary steps, these sort of next steps that might be a more imminent future that people can kind of like, okay, yeah, I can see that. Sometimes they seem pretty far off, but they have resonance, like far off meaning like sort of a future, future play, but they have this resonance and it's been just really fascinating and incredibly healing both for myself and for the people that I'm reading for. Um, so that's been really part of that buzz. Um, I'm excited about what's to come um, for all of us collectively. If you're feeling that buzz of new, go with it, lean into it, breathe it in, take it all in. And it's also very simple. I think a lot of times we expect these like big swings of big like statement moments to happen in our lives that like some light cracks open from the heavens <laughs> wouldn't that be nice and you get like the direction but I find the more I just allow myself to sit in the liminal spaces and by the way there's a new term I coined I call it liminal listening um, I recommended this to a client recently who we uncovered some really juicy things in the in the channeling and the reading I did for her and she was asking me like what, what do I do now which is a very you know classic question that I ask myself all the time as well and I just reminded her keep breathing keep noticing and I said it's time for liminal listening I was like "Ooh, that's good <laughs> liminal listening the liminal is the space in between the known and the unknown and when we dwell in that, that's basically our connection, our communication line. That's where our intuition comes in, symbols, um, synchronicities. It's that whole idea of like piercing the veil. We hear that a lot. It's liminal listening. So ask yourself, what would happen if I dial that up? What would happen? Liminal listening happens in your day to day. And it also happens in moments when you sit in more you know, meditation time. Or, um, you know, it's something I do a lot when I'm about to, right before falling asleep, I'll always sort of connect a line into that liminal listening space for me, which again, I've honed over 
years of understanding what that is for me, what that feels like when I know that there's a connection. I used to be worried that worried, interesting word, um, that it was like, oh, that's all in my imagination. Realize more and more that our imagination is actually a portal and a conduit to precisely that, to the liminal. It is for humanity and it is for you individually. But when we're first walking onto that path of like really trusting our intuition, it's so easy to to be afraid of confusing it with, oh, is this only in my imagination? And I gotta say, I think that's a lot of just what we've the tape that has been fed to us like this belief that imagination is just something that is like a folly like oh that's only your imagination literally that phrase how many times have we perhaps heard that and so while it's important to maintain a grounded perspective on what's happening in your life and that's part of you know walking in magic is that yeah we're open to the magic around us and we're also just we're walking we're walking in our daily life like you're literally you know um, feet on the ground um, imagination is a portal and so after you know years of really understanding I can link really quickly into that astral place for me that liminal space that space where you know it's like I'm here and all of a sudden I'm there um, and it feels really cool it feels very again simple for me now whereas before it was like okay well how do I get there what do I do and it's years of trying different things it's years of um, you know again we all have our path of, of all the things that we've experienced and explored um, but I guess my recommendation here is just keep trusting yourself and think limited listening hmm what does that bring up for me it's a time to really listen and pay attention to all. It's always a time for this, but just amp up your senses around the things happening around you, the symbols, the colors, anything that you receive from a sensory space. Uh, I believe in a lot of ways this is the work of Venus, who's guiding us right now on this spiritual quest. This came up during the videos for the full moon in Libra, which, again, I recommend if you're into this stuff, watch them because I think you're going to get some good nuggets uh, out of it. And see what it unlocks in you individually. But I've believed and now I'm even more clear that Venus is wanting to hold our hand. And um, it's a reciprocal give and take relationship where she wants to guide us. And I think she wants us to guide her too through the spiritual quest because she's walking sign by sign without getting too much into the details. She's basically going... You know, she was in Aries during the spring equinox, again, the first sign of the zodiac, a lot of Aries energy there. Now she's in Taurus, then she'll walk through Gemini. And I believe that in each sign, she's on this quest where she is both reclaiming and remembering the most important archetypal, like the essence and the gifts of each of those uh, frequencies, like represented by the zodiac signs, it's like a frequency, and also releasing the shadow aspects of that frequency. And... Uh, and also embracing the, the with this with with the help of Black Moon Lilith, who that's a whole other podcast episode. Um, but Black Moon Lilith, is, it's I, I see her, I see Venus and her as these two sides of the feminine energy. Um, so the shadow aspects of each of those signs, those archetypal frequencies that we maybe have not allowed ourselves to fully embrace because we're afraid of external judgment, we're afraid of. Um, all the things that cause fear around us using our gifts. 
especially the really hidden deep ones. We're expressing ourselves in ways that might be considered um, almost dangerous. You know, think about what that brings up for you. Um, the witch wound, let's say. The wound of saying something that is perceived as dangerous when it's not. And so lots, lots that keeps like blossoming and unfolding and unraveling and unfurling. Unfurling like a flower. Unfurling, think about a fern. If you've ever seen a fern in, you know, those stop motion, those not stop motion, that's I'm thinking about like, a, I'm thinking about Nightmare Before Christmas here, not Jack Skellington, but the the ones where they like speed up something happening in nature. Um, and you see like the the little fern like unfurl out. That's like that feeling, that feeling. And so are you willing to receive? Are you willing to let that happen to like let go of the grip of whatever's holding you're holding on tightly that keeps you like wound up? Allow yourself to unwind, unfurl. I don't know about you, but all those words for me make me feel immediately like a sense of relaxation in my body. Um, so yeah, unfurl, unwind, and come back. Come back. If you want to walk in magic more actively and keep a live, rich, beautiful practice, consider joining my Patreon. You can join for just $22 a month. We do uh, new moon ceremonies on Zoom. And I also share weekly, sometimes even daily, celestial insights, channel messages, images, like all these things that come through. And you can also opt for another tier in Patreon where you can actually do a one-on-one celestial check-in with me every month. And it's a pretty good deal because there's a lot that we can do in the time. <laughs> just ask my one of my current clients <laughs> she's like flying um and uh yeah so there's that which is really juicy again thank you for watching my youtube videos and subscribing and commenting there that makes a huge difference as i continue trying to grow that channel and really give more life to this movement of walking in magic my email is below if you want to share any um, anecdotes of your own life of how you are walking in magic or where you're stumbling upon and how you're moving through it and remember to have faith in yourself have faith in your dreams have faith in the whispers of the unknown that keep you know telling you things that other people may not fully understand yet we're going through such big monumental shifts in our consciousness and the transformation of humanity and the collective. But these are big cycles that we're moving through. So again, when you feel like, oh, nothing's happening. What's going on? I want more changes. I want Notice where that's coming from and choose to come back to your heart. Come back to what's simple. Come back to what's steady, what feels true for you. Um, because what happens when we try to speed up too much is then we basically like, instead of expanding our focus so we can actually receive more of the light that wants to come through and the the messages and the information and the guidance we tighten up the focus so so much that we just we cannot see around us we cannot feel around us so 
<sighs> Again, unfurl. And also something I created this week, which I'm encouraging everybody to do is Venus water. You can find out more details in those videos I mentioned, but essentially it is a beautiful, very simple concoction of distilled water, a teaspoon of vinegar, some lavender essential oil, and some sage essential oil or palo santo, anything that is clearing and grounding. I also added some gemstones into my bottle. I added some rose quartz to represent Venus, and I added some smoky quartz to represent Black Moon Lilith so that they are both working in their magic collectively. I charged it under the full moon in Libra. Um, but charge it under whenever you create it, just charge it under the moon. The moon's always there. Mama moon's always there. So that's something that I think is going to provide a sense of ritual and relief and joy and inspiration in your life. Whenever you spritz that water on yourself, on your bed, um, I love telling my little guy Skylar to close his eyes and I'll spritz a little bit on him. I do it with Jules and my dog. And it's just a little moment of sprinkle of grounding and inspiration and love and ah, a breath. It smells good. It feels good. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to do. Very, very simple. And the fact that you created yourself has beautiful energy, energy to it as well because it activates your creatrix energy. The fact that you can decide that you get to anoint yourself. It's a blessing. It's like getting a little spritz of baptism. You get to anoint yourself. You get to baptize yourself. You get to decide when you start anew, when you start fresh. You get to decide how you walk on your path. And you get to decide how you trust yourself enough to radiate your light in the world. And... uh there's a lot of us walking on this path right now, so it's a beautiful time. I will conclude there at the 22 minute, 22 second mark because I love 22. And uh, I will see you next time, my friend. Be well, keep walking in your own magic, and um, thank you for listening. This was Maria Alejandra signing off. Bye.